Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. The Donald got up on stage in his building, and uh, I had said earlier that day, and I mentioned this last hour, um, earlier this morning, when I was debating Tom Sullivan, a conservative uh, talk show host and a conservative um, host on uh, Fox Business Channel, that I agreed with him. I, I didn't think Donald was going to announce it, that he was going to tease. He's, he's, you know, said he was going to run before and he teases, and then he really never does. He just seems to be like an attention whore, and he wants a lot of attention, even though he gets it as a real estate mogul, even though he gets it with outlandish comments, and even though he gets it, you know, firing people on his reality show. But today, the Donald did announce. He really did. He announced. And he went on and on. And on. I want to talk about some of what Donald Trump said. I have some questions for you about this guy. I mean, Trump has jumped in. Is he serious? And the Donald is now the latest White House, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, candidate, if you will. Uh, the run and the race is officially on, but this guy's doing things very differently than the other in the GOP. Here's a little piece, a little highlight of Donald Trump's announcement saying that he's going to run for president for the next presidential election. Listen up. We need somebody that can take the brand of the United States and make it great again. It's not great again. We need, we need somebody, we need somebody that literally will take this country and make it great again. We can do that. And I will tell you, I love my life. I have a wonderful family. They're saying, Dad, you're going to do something that's going to be so tough. You know, all of my life I've heard that a truly successful person, a really, really successful person, and even modestly successful, cannot run for public office. Just can't happen. And yet that's the kind of mindset that you need to make this country great again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for President of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again. Now, first of all, I'm an American, and as a liberal Democrat, if I ever said on Fox, on radio, anywhere that I was quoted that this country wasn't great, there would be a Tea Party lynch mob saying I was not a patriot. 
Would you all agree, Mark? You agree with me on that, Marky Mark, right? Yeah, the, the uh, tweets would come in fast and furious. Yeah, very fast and furious. I agree. Uh, th- we are a great nation. Our unemployment is hovering around 5%. We're still a superpower in the world. And that's economically and certainly militarily. This is a guy who says he knows how to combat ISIS. And you know what he said? Because he likes vets and he admires the military. Well, you know, I like our veterans. I respect them. I admire them. I admire our military and all it does and continues to do. But I don't know how to wipe out ISIS. And I'm sure the Pentagon had a good laugh over the Donald and his, you know, his ideas. The real estate mogul who has filed for bankruptcy more times than I have fingers on my hand. The real estate mogul who talks about being able to provide more jobs as a president, but he doesn't do it in the private sector. He knocks the world and China. Yet made in China is what every Trump hat, T-shirt, article in any store where you can buy anything that says Trump on it, it will say. And by the way, look it up, Google it, Donald Trump admits this, but he didn't say that today. He puts everybody down. He puts people down for being wealthy, yet he's worth $9 billion with a B dollars. Completely, you know, this guy worries about our president's birth certificate. And spouts how he's going to create jobs and pick up the phone and and tell the head of Ford Motor Company that when you make those cars in Mexico and you bring them back over the border, we're going to tax those babies. The problem is he doesn't understand that cost goes down to the consumer. The other problem is he doesn't look at his own spreadsheet and how many jobs he has shipped to China. And he admits that too. The reason those products that say Trump are made in China, it's cheaper. This is a man who definitely has not missed his calling with politics. He's talking out of both sides of his mouth, and he's lying as fast as he speaks. The brand, the United States, is not on the Trump products made in China is. How do you create more jobs as president when you have that ability now as a billionaire businessman in the private sector? How do you say that we haven't had any victories In the past few years, when Osama bin Laden is dead, the head of al-Qaeda in Yemen was killed today. One of the heads of ISIS was killed in Syria. And honestly, if you like our military and our vets, shame on you, sir, for saying this is not a great nation and that we do not have victories. That's an insult and spitting on the grave of every man and woman who has fought for those victories over these past years. The Party of Family Values looks at a man with four, uh, excuse me, five kids from three women, one of which he impregnated while committing adultery and was married to his first wife with three girls. Oh, but that only matters. It only matters that you commit adultery. When I mentioned that on TV this morning, I had people saying, well, what about Bill Clinton? It's like, well, Bill Clinton didn't impregnate Monica. Some people say it isn't adultery because there was no intercourse. And by the way, they impeached him for it. And you might say, no, they impeached him for subordination of perjury. The whole thing came about because of the blue dress in Monica. Please. Hypocrisy. So, you know, the Republicans, you Republicans listening to me, many of you like hypocrisy, so I can understand then, coming from that mindset, well, you might like the Donald. 
This is a guy who, in, who, who will do well in politics, possibly. He has a few things going for him. One, he's got name recognition. Two, he knows people with tons of money. Three, if he doesn't get checks from those people, he's got his own money. But he's not likable. And he insults everybody he can along the way. This guy makes Chris Christie look like a sweet granny wearing a lace collar when it comes to shooting from the hip and from insulting people. The American dream is not dead. And you know what? You know what makes me sick? It really, this is what makes me sick. Seriously. My husband and I are comfortable. We give a lot. We do a lot, and I don't want to list any of that because I do believe, even though I'm not religious in the Bible, that says if you give, give in secret and only let the God your Father in heaven see what you do. I do believe in that. I know I'm paraphrasing that biblical quote excerpt, but I do believe that. But if I were a billionaire, I would be able to do much more than I can do now, let me tell you. There is no, you know, the American dream is not dead when you're worth $9 billion dollars and you have numerous homes and all your children go to private schools and you've never you don't drive a vehicle because somebody drives you and you don't clean your own toilet or do your own laundry wash your own car buy your own groceries cook your own food and probably wipe your own ass because you're a billionaire so can you tell me how can you as a billionaire stand before the american people and say the American dream is dead when you are a living example of the American dream being alive for some. But you know, there's somebody right now listening to me living in a trailer with three kids she can't feed and her husband took off and she's not educated and her children go to bed hungry many nights. Yet we have people like Donald Trump, billionaires with a B, or Mitt Romney with elevators for their car. America, the dream is not dead. But for those the dream is very much alive for, they're so greedy, they don't help those with their dreams or even their empty bellies. He says he bring America back bigger and better and stronger. Do you know what he said? He said people say that, you know, I'm not a nice guy. Somebody said to him that he's not a nice guy. And he said, I'm nice. I give a lot of people money. I give a lot of money. Money doesn't make you nice. Giving money doesn't make you nice. And by the way, being nice doesn't get you elected president either. (laughs) Neither does not being nice have people not vote for you. He He stood in a tower that he owns with his name on it, 68 stories high. His announcement went on and on and on. He brought to the table, and he brings to this table many challenges that he's going to face, because now he's formally entering politics. This is a different kind of reality show, Mr. Trump. He has overwhelming success in business. Success as the famous apprentice boardroom head. And as a matter of fact, reality TV is something, a label he's going to have to try and shake off. But this is a man that flaunted his wealth and name-dropped, talked against Jeb Bush, immigrants, the president, people in his 
own party. You know, people wearing those Make America Great Again t-shirts should read the label because it says Made in China. He says that no one would be tougher on ISIS. What are his ideas, referring to himself in the third person when he said no one would be tougher on ISIS than Trump? I can't stand those people who refer to themselves. Jeb did it yesterday. Donald did it today in the third person. Ooh, it's creepy. We need a truly great leader. I don't think he is one. In recent polls, more than half of Republicans said they had a negative view of him. But he does place in the top ten, and he does place above Rick Perry. So let me ask you about this, because I know many of you listening to me aren't going to vote for Donald. Some of you might. Many of you listening to me aren't Republicans. Some of you are. But what is your reaction to Donald Trump officially announcing he is running for president? Do you believe this? He's jumping in with both feet. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, how do you view him? Is he a joke to you? Is he a serious candidate? Something in between or something entirely other than that? How do you view Donald Trump as a candidate for president? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, he doesn't have experience, but Neil Donald Schwarzenegger, and he was governor of California and, and pushed this state into a worse economic crisis than it was in when he took office. Trump pointed out multiple times that he's not a politician. But some people like that idea. Do you? Do you like the idea of having someone besides a politician in the White House? People like celebrities. Ronald Reagan was a movie star and became a president. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the same, became a governor. And there are other examples of that. Sonny Bono, a celebrity, was a a congressman, right, Uh, in California. So do you like the idea of someone other than a politician being in the White House, running for this and and getting the job? 8886-LESLIE. And, and, and if it is somebody who's not political, that doesn't have any political background, no political experience, is Trump that guy for you? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I mean, do you want a real estate mogul TV reality star running the free world? And by the way, when you have put Muslims down so bad, how do you sit down with leaders of Muslim nations and work together to defeat ISIS. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's have a little bet, too. Wager. Where do you think Trump's going to ultimately finish in the Republican primary? Give me your bets. We'll play money like Monopoly, not real money. Donald, as in Trump, is really running for president. What do you think of him and as a candidate and his uh, announcement? Let's go to Peter in Idaho on line one. Hi, Peter. Good afternoon. Well, hi, Rachel. How are you today? I'm not Rachel. I'm Leslie. Rachel's on TV. Oh, I'm so, so sorry, yes. And My hair is long and I am straight. We're different in that way, too. But anyway, there you good go. afternoon. You know, I actually had that Rachel Dolezal on my mind because I, I really thought since oh. Jeff had, uh, you know, it was identifying himself as Hispanic on the uh, voter ID once that he ought to hire Rachel Dolezal to be his campaign manager. <laughs> They could share that in common, and so that's why Rachel popped up in my mind. Yeah. I see. I wasn't Rachel Maddow that I was thinking you were uh, uh, Dolajar. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And, uh, yeah, and my apologies, Leslie. But uh, on the topic of the day on the Donald, I'm so excited that he's running. I'm just a big fan of late-night TV, and there, there's no one juicier for jokes than Donald will be. And uh, I just think, though, you, you have to take him seriously. Uh, because he has so much money, and 
I, I have to say I do respect that he's pro-choice as a Republican. I'm sort of an independent and uh, always willing to listen, but just, you know, straight off the top when he, he claims he has a, a plan to uh, defeat ISIS but won't share it, uh, that's, you know, so ridiculous on so many levels. But if he had a plan... He's letting Americans die by not sharing it. You know. It's okay. Like- well, hold your hold, hold that because I want to get uh, back to something you said in the beginning. We'll take a break. We'll be right back to you. Your calls don't go away. I'm Leslie Marshall, and we're back on Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. The Donald has announced he's running for president. Do you take him seriously? How do you view him as a candidate? Talking with Peter in Idaho on line one. Peter, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Now you said it would be great late night fodder. It'd be a lot of fun, joke wise. You like the fact that he is pro choice, and you talked about your own uh, political affiliation or lack thereof i mean you're not you know entirely one way uh, or the other but peter um is this somebody you would actually vote for to run our nation or is this somebody you're entertained by leading up to that actual day well i'm so unimpressed with the other candidates at the moment uh including hillary frankly i'm i'm looking at uh, both parties all the time and uh i'm hoping uh, to see some signs of life they all seem like uh <sighs> Corporate lackeys, I hate to say. And, How can, and, and you're telling, telling me Donald Trump is not a corporate lackey? Oh, I mean, he's worse than that because, I mean, he's, he's saying basically that, you know, as a pro-business man, he's going to do the best for America. But when you have declared bankruptcy that many times... Well, not only that, when you have to have legislation pass a House and a Senate that may not be the majority of, you know, your party, it's, it's not the same as running a business at all. Oh, yeah, he's surrounded by yes-men, but, I mean, the, the bottom so, line... So, at the end of the day, Peter, at the, at the end of the day, sure. is he the best option out of those that you feel have put their name into the ring right now? Uh, I, no, absolutely not. I mean, on a few... Okay, so you think, you, think they're all, you, you don't like any of him, him included, it's just he adds more humor and comedy relief. Uh, absolutely, and then... But, I mean, you do have to take him seriously, and the... Uh, uh, just... the. the it's so interesting when the, the splinter votes will come out. There's so many of the Republicans in that race. Uh, but I really do think if I had to, you know, bet that uh, Kasich out of Ohio or Scott Walker is going to be the uh, the pick. And uh, I, I'm really hoping the um, uh, O'Malley out of Maryland will do uh, better than Hillary on that uh I don't. I, I don't think he. I don't even think he will. I mean, you know, nobody. Uh, he doesn't have that name recognition. Then again, a guy named Bill Clinton did it one time. Peter, thank you for calling me there in Idaho. Please do again. I I, I appreciate you commenting on this today. Let's go next to David in Springfield, Illinois, line two. Hi, David. Good afternoon. Look at uh, the name Donald Trump has come up, and uh, I've got some big time questions for Donald. Okay. And anybody else who can answer them, is this true or false? that federal law covers casinos when it comes to events of nature called natural catastrophes. Are they able to collect money from the taxpayers as a damaged business? I think it depends if the casino is on Native American land or not. So, well, suppose it's a commercial casino, the type that... Uh, you're talking about, by... like, Trump, Trump's uh, that he filed bankruptcy on in Atlantic City? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, the, the commercial type owned by Trump. Are well, they able to collect money from the I, taxpayers? Um, I would imagine that anybody can coll- can have certain benefits from FEMA after a disaster like Hurricane Sandy that we saw those in New Jersey, Atlantic City as well, 
uh, be damaged by? I would imagine absolutely. Uh, home and business owners, yes. Well, look at it. If this is true, I'm not saying it is, but if it's true, this is a shameful law and a... Uh, what, what, what is that? But, but Donald, well, even should... though I don't like Donald Trump and he may own you know, casinos or you know, file bankruptcy and used to own a casino, what does that have to do with him running for president? Well, first of all, I consider a casino business, commercial or otherwise, to be a, a negative business that contributes nothing positive to humanity. And federal law, if it were written properly by the United States Congress, would bar any casino from collecting any money due to natural catastrophes. Well, I because, doubt you'll see Donald Trump doing that. Well, I mean, sure, I'm sure that he'll try to collect everything he can from the taxpayers, while at the same time criticizing a lot of uh, government subsidies that help little people. But I don't believe that any government subsidy should be given to a negative business which has never contributed anything to society except harm. And that's all a casino, whether they're commercial or the uh, Native American type, They've never contributed to society except to harm people and destroy lives and to destroy. Well, I, I can hear I can hear what you're saying about gambling, but I mean they they do provide a, a lot of jobs, and on the Native American community, they provide a lot of income and uh, give them, uh, if anything, some type of reparation back for what was done to their ancestors. Well, the reparation issue, um, I consider I've heard of it. I consider it a false issue. If they had wanted to do anything positive for the Native American people. They could have provided jobs for them forever, factory-type jobs where they would be making um, traditional uh, American Indian um, uh, articles. They become millionaires owning and running casinos. They're not going to do that doing assembly line uh, piecework. Let's get back to the Donald because that's what we're talking about. What do you think of him as a candidate and him announcing today? Well, I don't consider him to be really a serious candidate. If he ever got the nomination, if it should ever come, He'd be the easiest Republican to defeat. Okay, and you know, by I, far. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't think he's the easiest Republican. I think, I think he's got more steam than people give him credit for. But I think that steam is filled with hot air. David, thank you for the call. Right. Appreciate it, uh, and uh, do join us again. Kevin in Santa Fe on line three joins us. Kevin, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. Beautiful day here in Santa Fe. I want to know what it's costing the taxpayers for all of these. Um, people in the Republican primary, because don't we supply them with Secret Service contingent? I'm not sure how many people that would be. It's probably classified information, but it's like we are paying for protection for him now, and that doesn't even come with a caveat that he has to register in all 50 states, because isn't this quite an involved uh, process to get on the ballot and to get enough signatures in each state to be on the ballot in that state? And is he really serious about doing it? Does he even have campaign headquarters in all 50 states? Well, he actually did. He did. Yes, he did. Well, I don't know about all 50 states, but in the caucus states like New Hampshire and Iowa, yes, he has assembled a team and but he has done that in the past and not announced and he he has assembled a team and has announced. But uh, it must be quite a cost with 11 candidates on their side so far. Um, You know, that ain't cheap. I don't want to limit political, you know, Variety, but it's well. Like, it's a it's a federal really it's a federal election. Yeah. So I I would you know first of all your name is on the ballot. If you, your name will be on the ballot if you are the Republican nominee, 
I would imagine, in all 50 states because it's a federal election. Um, I, I think that you have to garner a certain amount of signatures. Perhaps that's a good subject for an investigative reporter like John Nichols or something, but I think every state has different um, no, you have it. At the end of the day, you have 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 had a good change. But, you know, right now we have Democrats and Republicans, you know, are running. So you'll have the Democratic candidate and the Republican candidate and they will be on every ballot. You can't get you're, you're telling you're telling me in a federal election, they're going to have a different uh, they're going to have a different ballot on the first page for president than they're going to have in every in every other state or that first box. Well, I think that there was a, a, a situation a couple in, in, in the last presidential election where somebody didn't quite make it onto a ballot. They didn't hadn't gone and garnered the proper amount of signatures, and they were going to have to be a write-in candidate, like like maybe a Lisa Murkowski in Alaska or something. She didn't get. Her yeah, but she didn't run for president. Was, that, that's different. Right. She was she was although she was running for a federal position and she ran as an independent when she lost as a Republican in the state of Alaska and then she won uh, as an independent. Um, I th- are you referring to you know somebody? Are you t- are you talk about a, a person who runs as a write-in or a, a non-specified party candidate? Well, he's not running as a non-specified party candidate. Whether he's a Republican. That's very true. But I would imagine he's running as a Republican because he was attacking, quote, his opponents in, in mentioning Republicans such as Jeb Bush and others. And I don't think that's something we should have to guess at. OK. Uh, I, well, I didn't hear Jeb Bush say I'm running as a Republican either. Um, I, you know, I didn't see that. But uh, I, I don't you know, uh, my crew will look that up. I don't believe that they have to register in all 50 states when you're running for president if you uh, become the nominee. Uh, you're talking about the ballot in the primary as opposed to in the general election. Once you receive the nomination, uh, that my uh, my crew will look that up for me, right, guys? Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. Uh, let's go to Jeff in North Carolina on line one. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I just wanted to call in because I'm kind of frustrated. I'm frustrated by the Republican Party. Sort of, sort of making a mockery out of our like, political process. We have allowed this party to sort of dumb down the political process with people like Donald Trump, Sarah Palin, Ted Cruz, Ben Carson. This is enough. I mean, why can't we? This is crazy. What? I mean, Donald Trump is no more qualified to be president than I am. <laughs> okay, why is that? And, and and wait, do you want that? And and I don't. I'm not saying that. Some people no. want somebody who is not political no. at all because they're tired of inside the Beltway, inside the establishment people. Yeah, yeah, we've got it. Yeah, I mean, okay, this country has serious problems, and we need serious people. We we don't need this clown car of candidates that Republican Party is just trying to shove in our throats. We've got to start taking this stuff really serious in this country, and 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 I don't think we do. And I think you can probably blame Fox News for it. For actually dumbing down America, we've got to stop this. Donald Trump is not qualified to be president of anything. Can we stop this? Bring sit. Come on, this is frustrating. As an American citizen, this is frustrating. I can't take this anymore. I mean, Ben Carson running for president? Come on, guys, let's get serious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Republicans are like, well, the Democrats had, you know, their black guy will have ours. 
yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm just a frustrated voter. And, and it causes people like me to just, you know, just get out of the, the entire process and just not even vote because this is insane. I mean, we have to have serious people running this country. And the Ted Cruz's of the world don't really stack up to a serious person. We need bright people who have foresight, intelligence, people who can problem solve. These guys, all they are good for is just demagoguery. That's, that's, that's pretty much all they do. I mean, they don't have answers to anything other, other, other than to scare people. You know, we, listen, I'm just frustrated. I'm, I'm sorry. This is insane. No, don't apologize. <laughs> Your frustration is real. It's genuine. It's what you are experiencing and feeling, and you're not alone. I'm sure there are other people nodding their head listening to your call this afternoon. Thank you for letting me uh, rant, I and mean, I definitely appreciate it, and I love your show. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jeff. Call and rant anytime. That's what talk radio is all about, and I do it every day. It feels good. Get your blood pressure lower, hopefully. I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> if you have high blood pressure, don't just call me. That won't get it down necessarily. I could actually raise your blood pressure. Um, by the way, a couple of things. If you are running to the U.S. House, Senate, or the presidency, you have to register with the FEC once you receive contributions or make expenditures in excess of $5,000. And within 15 days of reaching that 5000 threshold, you must file a statement of candidacy, which is an FEC Form 2. And uh, you do that with the FEC, and you send the forms uh, to uh, 999 East Street, Northwestern Washington. And um, then um, if you want to get your name on the ballot in your state, you contact the Secretary of State in your state. I'm not sure still if you have to do that in every state if you're running for president. Mike Cruz checking on that more. And Donald Trump is running as a Republican. In answer, hi, I'm Leslie Marshall, and welcome or welcome back. In answer to um, the earlier caller's question, uh, to run for president, you have to fill out that form I told you about with the FEC. Now, in the primary, obviously not once you've won the primary, but in the primary, if you if you don't think you're going to be number one, like Hillary Clinton is not going to have to get on the ballot in states because she's going to have the delegates, enough delegates to get on the primary. But if you're somebody who wants to get your name on the ballot and uh, you're not you know, that well known or it's a very tight field, like on the right, what you do is um, you need to be on the primary ballot in enough states to get the delegates you need at the convention. And the way you do it, a petition drive, which most people do, or the, the Secretary of State in that state can place you on the ballot, which is highly unlikely, unless you are a Hillary Clinton, um, or maybe a Jeb Bush in Florida. The Secretary of State would do that because he was the governor, you know. And I guess uh, Chris Christie can do that for himself in Jersey. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it, it has, has to do with the number of delegates. You don't have to do it in all 50 states, just enough states to garner the number of delegates you need uh, to uh, be um, at, uh, the number of delegates you need at the convention uh, to be in that primary and placed on that ballot. Uh, let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to Andrea in Palm Springs, line one. Andrea, how you doing? Good afternoon. Yes, hello, Leslie. Good afternoon. I'm enjoying your show very much. And I uh, wanted to just uh, add a clarification to your earlier caller who was uh, concerned about the cost of Secret Service for all of the candidates. It's my understanding that Secret Service protection is not provided until one of the candidates has uh, pretty much sewn up all the delegates needed for the nomination. So until they're on the cusp of being the official nominee, you know, however long before the 
the the uh, convention uh, whenever that happens. So um, they're not providing Secret Service coverage to everyone who wants to declare they're running for president. So I wanted to clear that up. The other, the other comment I had on um, they I got it for you. Secret Service protect protection of presidential candidates um, is authorized by Law 18 U.S. Uh, State Co- United States Code 3056. They protect, quote, major presidential and vice presidential candidates and their spouses within 120 days of a general presidential election. So right. we're not there yet. So oh, well, ba- well, yeah, basically well, well, the top yeah. contenders. Yes, exactly. You are correct. Um, and I'd be, I actually would be surprised if they uh, provide it for anything but the Democratic and Republican. Maybe for an independent candidate like Ross Perot, but like for the Green Party or I'd be very surprised. But I, I, yeah, and I some of those people provide their own, or it's a volunteer. I have people that have volunteered to protect me, even though not big enough to protect. I'm just oh, saying. Good for them. Uh, well, well, no, I mean like a Donald Trump. He, I mean, he, I'm sure he has security oh, already. Gosh, yes. he, you he, know, he lives in a in a in a bulletproof bubble. I'm sure. Exactly. So, uh, but uh, but speaking to Donald Trump and some of the other. Um, and even Mitt Romney, for that matter, because since he, in an article I read, besides that, that horrible incident where he shaved the guy's head in college and he bragged about throwing a gardener down the stairs as a joke, and they lionize bullying. And I can't, I've racked my brain to think of any Democratic uh, politician out there that crows about being a bull, and, and that would even be received favorably by by liberals that... That isn't something we aspire to, um, and uh, with Chris Christie being just it's just so uncivil to people, um, I, there there is a whole different mindset with that party that feels it's uh, proving your manhood, I suppose, or something. I, whatever is driving it is a whole different, almost like. Their, their, the hard wiring in the brain is 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 much more atavistic, and it, and it's like based in the most primal of urges. That yeah, well, they they need that ego boost and that ego yeah. feed. Uh, Andrea, call me again. You're a great caller, and I'm I'm pretty much out of time. I want to try and okay, fit one then. more in here. Thank you. Sure. Uh, let's bye. go to bye bye. Tommy on line two. Tommy, good afternoon. Hi Leslie. Hi. Um, what a great call she was, and I'm also in Palm Springs. Oh great. You know you know um, I. I want to address the this whole southern. I think we fought too hard. I think we fought too hard. We, you know, we should have we should have gave up. You know, uh, instead of you know during the Civil War, and we should have cut our losses and just let them go. And it's all these these southern states that are that are so solid red. Oh, you're saying given given up, not given into slavery, like saying you know not be a United States, yeah, but letting letting no. letting us be one in the North and then them in the South. Yeah, because well, they, they're dragging us down economically. First of all, they definitely we uh, you know they they get a lot more than they put in. That's for sure. Do you want to know, you know a stat I heard today? Do you want to know a stat I heard this morning? And I was shocked because the Bible sure. Belt is largely in the South, right? Do you know right? that more children in the South grow up in a single parent home for all those you know. Bible-thumping Christians that talk about mommy and daddy, you know, or the two the two parent home. I am out of time. You better call me again well, too, I, and everybody else listen. holding. Um, thank you. I'm out of time for today. I can't control time. Believe me, if I could, my crew, guys, Marky Mark, Andrew, would you agree if I could control time? <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be done already. It'd be done. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. I hope you will as well. You can catch me uh, before the radio show at 2 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel. 
on The Real Story with Gretchen Carlson. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great afternoon, and I hope you'll tune in again tomorrow. We appreciate you listening and joining us. Thank you. And thank you to Mark and Andrew, my great crew.